Hello and welcome to episode 166 of In The Movie Podcast. I'm Cal. Hi, I'm Irene. <laughs> and we've both got super tans from being away on the continent. Yay! Or at least I have, compared to my usual pale well, isn't... Milk, milky self. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still quite pale, but yeah, the Venice sun was, was good this year. Yeah? Because mm-hmm. um, it can be a bit hit and miss, can't it? Well, it's so... just very, very... Um, uh, 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 mild? No, no, not mild. Like, it's... Um, uh, because of all the water, it's moist. It's very moist. The environment it's okay. not very pleasant but this year was nice cool mm. um so did you have a nice time then it was the glamour on full show this year uh, with the fashion and everything the celebrities yeah tom ford <laughs> <sighs> uh tom ford yeah a lot of models a lot of dakota fanning we were like bumping on dakota fanning all the time um it was it was a great time as always venice was a great time what about you how was toronto in new york Toronto was expensive, mm-hmm. um, but it was really warm, mid-twenties, um, really cool atmosphere there, you know, it's sort of like a, it's a city, but it's not like a New York city, it's not a gargantuan city, it's just kind of like, got some very different areas to it, and mm-hmm. it's it's with any festival, it's just kind of really buzzing, you know, there's yeah. a buzzing vibe about it, and everybody's really excited to watch the films, and at Toronto, there were too many films, <laughs> of which I saw very few, but um, I was how only many, there four days. So. How many did you see? I saw three. Three. Three three, three and four days. Um, okay. And I managed to explore the, the city as well at the same time. Wow. Yay. Uh, yeah. Um, do, do we want to have a silent prayer for Brad and Ange? <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Should we? I've been so um, uh, sad since yesterday, not because of them, but because of all these articles surfacing up. Like, meet Marion Cotillard. Who is Marion Cotillard? What do you need? What do you need to know about Marion Cotillard? That's like me. she, like this is her crowning achievement. Yeah, that's been making me so sad and angry since yesterday. But, but what about by the sea then? Because there's a lot of people saying, oh, now there's going to be loads of articles, but by the sea was such a you know, a premonition of what was <laughs> to come and uh, emblematic of their marriage and all I, that jazz. Yeah. You think that's what's going to happen? You think it's going to happen? I think it's what's going to happen, yeah, but I don't. Yeah. I haven't seen it, so I can't really it's, comment. It's a, I think it's a very interesting movie. It's, uh, it's not the movie that, the commercial movie that people wanted from her, from them. But it's mm. actually a very interesting movie. She, I think she's a good director. She has really interesting influences and everything. Um, so if, if this is a reason for people to discover this movie again, well, that's something, I guess. Cool. Hmm. And Jennifer Aniston wins anyway because she has Justin Theroux. So. <laughs> she wins at life. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, should we take it away? Um, to, I just wanted to... Are we going to have a brief little mention of Hunt for the Wilder People? Because I saw you seen this. I saw it, yeah, and it's oh my god, it's so lovely. It is, isn't it? <laughs> Crazy about this movie. <laughs> the kid is just so delightful. He's amazing. His face is amazing. He's he's oh, it's just beautiful. I love this movie. I love the way it made me feel. I love how happy it made me and how sad it made me. I loved how it. Sh- 
it's not like a groundbreaking story no, or anything, no. but it's such a beautiful way to tell this story. And it's so sensitive and like funny at the same time and so boyish and charming. Oh, I just loved it. Yeah, it's really it's got this really brash New Zealand humour, but it's quite familiar and Yeah. The Lord of the Rings joke I thought was great. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, th- I thought it was really, really cool and good to like come back from the festival and, you know, heavy foreign films and then watch that as soon as I got yeah. back. I just was like, yeah, it's what I needed. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um. All right. So we'll start with Venice, the prizes. Mm-hmm. If we'll go through the prizes and then just comment on that, I don't know what you've seen and what you haven't. Okay. Um, well, I know some of what you've seen, but not all. <laughs> so The Golden Lion went to Lab Diaz's film, The Woman Who Left, which is his... Is it his first non-documentary? Oh, I, I don't think so. I, I think he's made narrative before, but I would not... Don't take my word for it. Okay. I'm not sure. But this is, again, um, a long film for him. Yeah, it's four hours, 20 minutes or something. Mm. I did not get to see it because it was playing on the um, the day I left, Friday. Yeah. Um, and uh, But I Love Diaz was in Venice at least three or four days before that. And we saw a lot, a lot of movies in the same um, screening rooms together. We saw Voyage of Time together. We saw um, a Turkish film called Big, Big World together, like almost next to each other wow. so i'll just take some credit for that way so he went so he's a real film goer as well then like he's... yeah it was it was amazing I, I at least three days before his movie showed i was seeing him in screenings everywhere is he it was a, really is, nice. is he an old guy yeah no 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 he's not very old oh, i don't not? think he's old no 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 i i, I mean I, I don't know but i would guess he's like in his 40s or something okay so there's lots of hours to come. <laughs> um, but yeah, not a strange choice, would you say, given the competition? Um, no, it it had the buzz from the beginning, and there was not really another movie that uh, that had more buzz. Than this Gravitas, one. maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I there wasn't anything else that was very, very strong. So it doesn't surprise me. I expected that. Okay. Um, the Grand Jury Prize went to Nocturnal Animals, a Tom well, Ford film. And is, uh, is it very Tom Ford? No, it's not very Tom Ford. No, it's, it's not stylish. It was not stylish. I think it was actively ugly, like Oof. actively bad. Yeah, I did not like anything about this movie. I did not. I, I liked uh, Single Man very much. It was very um, um, stylish and very. Um, I liked how restrained and passionate it was, and I thought it had a lot of promise. Right. But this one, oh my god, it was just, it was just bad. I think. And um, did you know the uh, the premise of the movie? It's basically two movies mashed in one. Yeah, so it's Amy Adams reading a novel. A, a novel that her ex, uh, Jake Chilenow, wrote. And does it contain a character that's basically her? Is that... Oh, point, kind of inspired by her. But the, uh, like, the Amy Adams, she's... Uh, in the fashion world, I th- no, she's in the uh, art world. She's like a gallery manager or something. So sh- there are some uh, of the stylish, more stylish shots that you would expect from Tom Ford and all the um, 
if you've seen those promotional images that have been released. Yeah. And then the story that she's reading, which is half of the movies, uh, her and half of the movies, the story that she's reading, is like a very, very trashy B-movie about a guy whose wife and daughter get kidnapped. Wow. It's the part where uh, Michael Shannon is in, who is by far the best thing in there. Yeah, there's lots um, of raves for him saying he steals the film. Yeah, but it's like a very, very cartoonish performance. It's not... I don't think... I, I can't imagine anybody taking it like seriously, like a serious, dramatic thing. It's very enjoyable, but Could... I don't know. I, I think it's two bad movies. Neither of them... like. Is good enough. They have nothing in common, and uh, yeah, it's, it's two two odds with each other. Maybe or... yeah, yeah, and neither of them is like good enough to justify each other's existence. I don't know. Okay. I really did not like it. Okay. Um, best director was a tie between Amat Escalante for The Untamed and mm-hmm. Andrei Konchalovsky for Paradise. I did not see Paradise, but I saw The Untamed, and yeah, the second the uh, the screening of The Untamed ended, everybody knew that he was getting one of the big prizes. Uh, I, I had predicted director uh, because mm. it's a very um, it's a very impressive movie. It's a very um, uh, common domestic drama, which has uh, moments of. Um, like paranoid surrealism in it and uh, it's like uh, we were comparing it to like uh, the movies of Yorgos Lanthimos like I don't uh, know Doctor or The Lobster meets uh, Possession by Zulavsky or something it's very it's, showy it's very showy yeah, yeah. it's it's uh, most of it it's quite mundane and then the moments that are showy are super showy so um, it was obvious that he was going to get something. It was it was a very interesting movie. It was not boring to watch, and it uh, yeah, I did not love it because uh, it a lot of things about it and in it bothered me. But I am not surprised by the prize, and yeah, it's not a bad choice. Okay, um, best actress Emma Stone for La La Land. Um, yeah. So. How, because this is, everybody loves this, so how did you react to this one? Yeah, it's just lovely. Uh, My expectations were sky high. Mm -hmm. I expected to see the best movie of all time. It's not the best movie of all time, but it's amazing. Like, the opening um, scene of the movie, there's a musical number, uh, like three or four minutes, and then the title drops, and by the time the title drops the whole screening room was clapping and smiling uncontrollably. Wow. So it's so powerful. And this, um, is this the press as well? Yeah, yeah, it was the press press and industry screening. Um, and, uh, yeah, I. it's not exactly the movie you think it's going to be, which I think is one of its biggest uh, uh, pluses. It's not the... Uh, uh, it's not crazy romantic. It's way more... Um, yeah, it has flashes of that, but then it hits you with reality, and it uh, it just, just balances everything so beautifully. And uh, you know the the cliche love letter to cinema. It's oh my god, it's just that. And so, it's, what about in terms of Emma Stone? Because 
I think it's interesting how she wins Best Actress when Whiplash had really terrible female characters. Uh, no, uh, she her character is really great. She's okay. uh, yeah, she's. I think it's weird how she wins Best Actress with Natalie Portman in like uh, competition. Mm. But yeah, no, and the she's lovely throughout the entire movie, and then she has uh, the number. A solo song, the one that's uh, one of the two trailers that have been released. One of them is uh, uh, Ryan Gosling singing um, City of Stars. The other is her singing um, uh, The Fool's the Fool's Dream, I think is the title of the song. And just that sequence, that's like throwing awards at the screen. And these uh, are these Chazelle's own songs that he's penned or has somebody else penned them? Do we know? Oh, I'm not sure, no, but uh, they're original songs. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, you just mentioned Natalie Portman. Jackie won mm-hmm. best screenplay. Um, yeah. So how, how is how is Portman? Um, Portman was my least favorite thing about the movie. Wow. I got yeah because um her performance is super mannered. I actually I like the movie very much. So I did not like her, but I liked the movie very much. The movie is super like structurally and um, conceptually is very interesting. I got tired very quickly by her performance because she's doing um jackie's voice yeah uh, yeah uh, it's true. a very breathy voice and it's, uh, I, for me it was exhausting i think i heard pablo loran was a bit unsure about it at first yeah i yeah it bothered me and uh she's she's good but she's extremely mannered and uh uh, I don't know that different people dif- uh, respond differently to these kinds of performances. So it's it's a fascinating movie. Do you think um, it's got, she was? Do you think she's mm-hmm. got a? I mean, do you think she's got a chance of a nomination? Do you think anything, yeah, anything else of the film yeah. will be nominated? Costumes? Um, Any costumes going on? Costumes, sure. The music, probably. The score is really strong. Um, the screenplay, um, yeah. Even Loren could get in. Uh, wow. It's it's a very it's it's a really good movie. It's a really interesting movie. Um, it's not the biopic you think it's going to be. Her performance is the performance like her uh, her performance is quite conservative, uh, not conservative, uh, but like traditional biopic yeah. key. Yeah. Um, but everything else around her is so strange, uh, which makes it makes for an interesting movie. Yeah. Um, by contrast, Best Actor went to Oscar Martinez, The Distinguished mm. Gentleman, which is a comedy. Citizen. It's a comedy, citizen, yeah. Sorry. It's uh, an Argentinian, I think, um, comedy. It's about a... Um, he's a writer and he wins the Nobel Prize. And then they he he's from Argentina and he lives in Spain. So he wins the Nobel Prize and then he, the city where he grew up in and he left behind. They invite him back. Uh, after the, he wins the the Nobel, to go back and they will give him the medal of the distinguished citizen, um, and he goes back there and he like sees the people from his past and what he grew up and all these things. I it was my least favorite movie of the whole festival. I think it's like a very um, cheaply, it's a very cheap comedy. It's like it would be bad even on TV. Um, it's always, I mean, this the kind of films comedies that are usually in the venice lineup when i've been there yeah. have looked pretty bad apart from patiche mm. um 
a lot of them, especially the Italian ones, actually look a bit yeah. dodgy. And I, yeah. do you remember that one that we walked out of? Were you there? Or was Which it... one? There was one about. There was one about a journalist or something who goes to a small town. And yeah. he can't get it's, it's the kind of humor that was in the film is he can't get more bar reception, so he has to. Like, yeah, yeah that's it. the kind of humor that you get in the distinguished state of as well. Yeah. No, I don't remember that movie, but yeah, I I did not. And he's, I mean, this year really did not have any uh, male performances. I right. He was the only viable. Gosling. Uh, my mom is still searching for the cat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I might keep that in there. <laughs> Because we don't know where she is, and maybe she's under my bed. Um, okay, <laughs> because it's like thunders outside. Anyway, <laughs> um, what was I saying? Okay, yeah, Ghostlink was actually my prediction for the wing because there was Nobody there were else. really no strong um, no strong male performances this year, and everybody in Lido until like ten days in the festival, everybody was murmuring um, City of Stars. So I thought that maybe. Uh, it, gotten so much inside people's head that they will just give him the award for singing that one song although he's not that spectacular like he, he doesn't do anything uh, mind-blowing in the movie right. it's emma stone that does the heavy lifting yeah um yeah i mean i i it's i did not like the the movie the distinguished citizen i did not like the performance but there was really nothing else okay and lastly, the special jury prize was went to the Bad Batch, which <laughs> just looked very strange on paper. Ah, oh, it's so weird. It's uh, I don't want to say anything about this movie because they have done such a good job of um, keeping uh, what actually goes on uh, outside of. Um, nobody really knows. Like all the stills they have released have been so carefully. Um, Selected and the description about um, I think it's like uh, cannibals. What, what is the description that has been released? My favorite re- description that I saw of the movie is um, uh, that it's a love story about a cannibal falling in love with his next meal, oh, um, God. which is very generic but very accurate without revealing anything. Sounds like warm uh, bodies. <laughs> mm. Well, yeah, could be. It has that kind of humor, maybe. Right. Um, I, 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 it's, it's, it's a really nice. It's a really good movie. It's a really uh, energetic movie. It's. Uh, and have you seen uh, the a girl walks home alone at night? I loved it. Yeah. I loved it too. Yeah, you can see that it's the same woman who made it. Like yeah. the use of music, the way she uh, like these musical sequences from the girl. Um, they have. You see them here, like bigger and bolder budget, and uh, the in, central. Is it in color? Yeah, it's in color. It's in color. She said in the um, I saw her in the uh, press conference, and she said that she went up to the producer, uh, the same producer she had on uh, the girl, a girl walks home, and she pitched him the movie, The Bad Badge, and he told her, uh, make it in English. Oh my god, can you wow, hear what's going on huge, outside? That, that Good was a huge god. Oh my god. Um, sorry. Okay, wow, well, I have to end the podcast with something rain-based. Yeah. 
Um, uh, what was it? Okay, so yeah, she pitched the movie to the same producers that she worked in for A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. And uh, he told her, make it in English and in color, and it's okay. Okay. Well, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, a really, it's a really nice movie. It's a really interesting movie. I think it's a love-it-or-hated movie. I had so much fun with it. Uh, I can't believe they gave it an award. Cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so Toronto's prizes, the People's Choice Award went to La La Land. Mm-hmm. Um, second to that, I think it was Lion and something else tear-jerking that I can't recall mm-hmm. in a minute. Oh, Moonlight, I think. Uh-huh, right. And the Platform Award, which is new for Toronto, they've actually got a critics' prize, uh, went to Jackie. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's that kind of movie. Yeah, so those two films definitely look good at the moment, mm-hmm. going forward. Um, what okay. are the movies that you saw? Um, so the movies that I saw, um, firstly, I saw Tony Erdman. Hey, which yeah. came out of Can with a lot of good word. Um and it's so so good. Irini, you're gonna love this film. Aww. It's one of the best films of the century, without question. <laughs> um Yeah. It's a comedy. It's a German yeah. comedy. And I can't I mean, I'm trying to think of the <laughs> amount of German comedies I've ever loved in my life. Uh Goodbye Lenin. I've not seen that. Oh, it's lovely. Go okay. on. Um but this is just, it's just wonderful. Um, so basically, they came out, uh, Marinard, this is who did Everyone Else and mm-hmm. The Forest for the Trees. Um, they came out and said, basically said that don't go to the bathroom in the second half of this film. Because it's just, there are so many unexpected surprises in the second half that you just don't want to It's a weird miss. thing to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's about this kind of guy um he's a you know he's like 50 60 year old um dad father to this girl who's Sandra Huller and he's a, a total prankster you know he lives alone the wife we think he's died but they never mention that um and he's just kind of sort of with his dog and you know making ends meet and he ends up visiting his daughter and it gets quite weird because she's quite a high-flying businesswoman uh, who works for this big corporation and they just have a bit of a clash in that sense but the way that it goes in the last two out well the last hour and a half of this film is just so strange and so funny and it's just great how it can be wait. it's great honestly it's so eccentric and it's manages to have this lovely kind of father-daughter arc, but then it doesn't feel cheesy. You know, it doesn't feel forced in the way that the kind of, you know, the relationship changes. Mm-hmm. And it's like a two-hour 40 film, and it just doesn't feel that long at all. It's just like I was in the screening, and everybody was just delighted and smiling the whole way through <laughs> and laughing. It was great. Um, so that was the main one I saw that I loved. Mm-hmm. Um, apart from that, I saw an Indian film called A Death in the Gunge, okay. which is from this Indian actress. This is her first uh, directorial effort. She's called Konkona Sen Sharma. Mm-hmm. And she got, basically, there were a lot of Indians in the room, and you'd think the queen had walked in. 
<laughs> the reception this woman got. Oh wow, that's that's amazing to be in situations there's, like that. There's just people hollering and whistling. And I'm thinking, I don't even know who this woman is, but she seems important. <laughs> um, and what uh, was the movie? Well, the movie was about this um, sort of family, um, kind of in this rural retreat, and about the son who's going to university, and the way that they pick on him, mm-hmm. um, and sort of his coming of age. Uh, in a way, and his mental state. Um, right. But it it didn't... I, I wasn't particularly taken with it because it took a while to get going and it took a while to establish, you know, relationships between the characters. Um, and the lead guy wasn't that interesting. Um, mm. But it, it did, like, the stuff... I think a lot with Indian films, you do kind of learn a lot about the culture. Yeah. They do kind of put that front and centre. So in that way, I did kind of understand, like, like kind of this cultural value there in the way that, you know, it's set in the 70s and the way they view university Aww. education's a bit, you know, yeah, a bit more yeah. cynical back then, you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was a bit of a washout, but, you know, interesting enough. And yeah, obviously, yeah. if you like the woman, <laughs> slash adore, slash idolize worship yeah <laughs> then you're probably gonna like it <laughs> um and the last film i saw was aquarius which hmm. is um by kleber mendonca filio who did neighboring sounds right which i have not seen me neither but i've heard a good thing yeah me too um And it's about this woman who's um, basically being forced out of her apartment block. She's the only one left in an apartment block that that this company wants to buy and turn into this big um, sort of super complex called Aquarius. Right. And it's got an amazing performance by Sonia Braga, who didn't win at Cannes. Um, I don't understand why, but this is the Joe Wright rant. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But there's a lot of people who don't understand why the things that happened at Cannes happened. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But Sonia Braga came out before the screening to introduce it, and before she'd even come on stage, she'd flashed with a thigh from off stage. Yeah, she was giving it a lot of sexy attitude. And That's in, cool. Yeah. And in the film, she's got a real sex appeal. You know, she's kind of plays this woman who's adapting to life in her 60s, but sort of like Paulina Garcia and Gloria. Mm, what a great movie. Yeah. Um, t- it's probably not quite ready for a 60s year. She's probably <laughs> a bit younger than that, in, you know, mentally. Yeah. Um, but she just oozes confidence and she's just really natural and soulful and I just thought it was a wonderful uh, wonderful star turn Um, and the film has really interesting ideas about celebrating people while they're still alive and celebrating the dead and celebrating buildings and that kind of thing Mm. and there's a real valuing of like preservation and heritage Um, so interesting yeah, and I, I kind of thought it's it's very European thing, I imagine, but it's probably less of a British thing these days <laughs> um, to celebrate someone while they're dead and like celebrate someone's birthday and have the 
family come and have the picture of the person there and you know and you know yeah. I, I think that's kind of nice um so it was that was really good as well cool so, yes. cool this is my little recap i i want to mention my um my favorite movies from venice uh well la la land i really liked which we talked about before i think i got an award yeah uh my but like my three favorite movies from venice the ones that i like the most and i want to talk about the first which uh i think is just like a masterpiece is arrival the denis villeneuve movie mm. um it's just stunning like why because you have not seen those kinds of things before. You have not seen what it does and what it says about um, language and communication and how it shows these things, how it chooses to, the way it comes up uh, with to show language and communication in such a novel and unusual way. Yeah. And uh, it's just... It's incredible. It's uh, it's jaw droppingly. I think it was very smart. It was very moving. Um, it's uh, wonderfully structured, and Amy Adams is just too good in it. Just ah. so so because this this problem. Well, is it a problem? The fact that Amy Adams has nocturnal animals, or is um, it very clear that Arrival is the awards push? Arrival is the much better performance i read someone that somewhere that they could like put her in supporting for nocturnal animals which does not really make any sense because she's a lead of the movie even though she's in half of it um i don't know i don't think arrival is going to uh to hit very the performance is excellent but i don't know that the movie uh, i think people expect like an inception like movie out of it is it and it's a bit like arty or is yeah yeah definitely and yeah. much more um internal and like european complete uh com uh what is that word contemplative contemplative yeah um, good word <laughs> <laughs> so you don't think it's her year in other words because this is we've talked <sighs> six nominations no joy yeah um i i it's an excellent performance she's fantastic in it but i don't think that it's the kind of movie that will go that will have a big mainstream appeal um like especially when you have movies like la la land or jackie out there uh, that will have that mainstream appeal but oh it's just it's, it's a great movie arrival is just amazing um my second favorite movie from the festival was a movie called through the wall which is by rama burstein who did fill the void a few years ago did you ever good. uh i did a good film oh um, it's a lovely movie we reviewed and that um back in the day if anyone wants to check that out search, just, search for that mean people yeah. reviewed that but we both liked it um it's a lovely lovely movie uh, and her new movie, it's called Through the Wall, and it's a straight-up rom-com, but again, set in a strict Jewish uh, Jewish community. So you have, like, very um, common uh, rom-com tropes, seen okay. in a very new way. It's about this girl who um, she uh, is going to marry. She's a very devout um, 
she's very devote uh, to her religion, and she has uh, the uh, her priest has introduced her to the uh, to the ma to a man that she's going to marry, and everything is arranged, and she's like okay with the situation. She wants to do that. She wants this kind of life, and then like a month before the wedding, the uh, groom says, uh, I, I'm not, I don't want to do this, I don't love you, uh, uh, I don't want to do this. But she's like super stubborn uh, and she's like, uh, look, I have booked the, uh, the room, I have my dress, I have everything, in 30 days I'm getting married uh, without having a groom. So it's like the 30 days where she's trying to find a Oh, so it's kind groom. of like, I'm trying to think. It's not how to lose a guy in ten days. No, no, it's like... it's a, but it's like, it's a very traditional rom com like scenario and idea, but it's done in such an unusual and beautiful way in a setting that you have not seen before. And she's um, it's very quirky. Also, I don't know if uh, that's going to irritate some people. Like her job, the the girl's job, she has a a mobile petting zoo. So in her home, she has like all these um, snakes and animals, and she has a van, and she. Uh, moves around with a petting zoo and right. goes to schools and stuff. It's it's that kind of movie. I fell in love with it. I was smiling the whole way through. It's, um, it's interesting that um, she's gone a bit less traditional with this one because the yeah, Fill the Vault is very traditional. It's very it's a through the Vault is very light and fluffy, but in its core, it's still quite traditional, which I think is what makes it so interesting and fascinating to watch. Okay. Um, and my third favorite movie, I, I think third, maybe even above La La Land, is the um, the new Kim Ji Woon movie, The Age of Shadows, which South Korea just sent uh, for the Oscars. Yes. Uh, which is just a very old-fashioned like spy movie, but it's it does a very uh, you know very old-fashioned traditional thing, but it just does it flawlessly. It's so well made. Everything is so beautifully choreographed and structured and um the drama and the twists and turns they're also like it's it's kokian in the best possible uh way is kim ji woon did he do the um, did he do the, the last stunt yep which i adore also <laughs> that's, that's very odd okay yeah but it's such a fun movie but anyway this one uh it's yeah, it's a very, very good movie. Like, it, yeah, it's it's you just watch it and you can tell that you're watching a really good movie, really well made, really smart, well played, well everything is well executed, so good. Great. Yeah. Um. Okay. Anything else you want to mention from Venice? Do you want to mention anything that happened? I saw your little red carpet. Um. <laughs> Snap, which we will put up on the website. <laughs> yeah, I did get to walk the red to walk the red carpet. Um, what was that for? Uh, it was for a Japanese anime movie called Ganzo. Okay. Um, it was playing at like eleven o'clock on our last day there, so it was easy to get tickets for the uh, Sala Grande where the red carpet is, and. Be because the kind of movies that nobody cares about. Um, so it's easy to convince them to uh, let you walk the red carpet. Uh, and what we did. Well, you looked very good. <laughs> yeah, um, it was fun. Yeah. Any mention for Terence Malick, which you weren't really looking um, forward to? Well, it was exactly what I expected. 
both in a good and a bad way. It's a very uh, impressive thing what he has done. Um, and it was, I found it quite boring to be honest. Mm. I was sitting there, I was watching it, the well, the voiceover, the poem that uh, Kate Blanchett narrates through the whole movie is gets tiring really, really soon. It's like, mother. <laughs> five minutes later, where are you? Oh, God. And then five minutes later, mother, I am here. It's And the the images that you see on screen, they're beautiful, they're impressive. And I'm sitting there, and I wonder how he got that shot. I wonder what this is that I'm looking at right now because there is no... Uh, you can't tell what you're watching exactly. Yeah, is this Lebesky but, again? Um, yeah. I don't think so. No, I don't remember who it is, but I don't think it's Lebesky, no. Okay. Um, it's, um, yeah, it's exactly what I thought it was going to be. And, yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so you touched on the Age of Shadows as South Korean foreign language submission. I'm mm-hmm. um, just having a quick scan of the foreign language submissions. I want to bring up. Um, uh, well, should we start with Greece? <laughs> Who has absolutely no chance of getting anywhere near the nominations with this movie? Yeah, um, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I just, I love it. Which it's is Chevalier. Uh, Chevalier, yeah. Which is a comedy. It's um, a dick measuring, a literal dick measuring contest. I, between... I can't remember that happening in the film. Ah, it happens. They take pictures and show each other. Okay. Um, I was going to say I didn't remember uh, any nudity in the film. I yeah, th- no, it's. <laughs> I would have remembered uh, that. <laughs> I I think it's um, it's such a funny. Movie. I laugh so much. It's it's part of the uh, Greek weird wave. Part of the same like um, uncomfortable movie making style that Yoros Lanthimos does, mm-hmm. but it's a comedy, like an an out. Out and loud comedy, not. Uh, I, I it's it has absolutely no chance. Uh, but I'm very happy because we had a very traditional movie this year. Um, there is a Greek movie called. Um, oh my god, I don't remember what the English title is. Translation of the Greek title is uh, a different world, uh, mm. which is like a super commercial movie about uh, the crisis in Greece today and the migrant situation and um, I think I read uh, about that actually yeah yeah it's, it's a super commercial movie it's getting a release in America it's getting a release in some countries in Europe JK Simmons is in it it's the first movie that he did after his Oscar for some reason that nobody knows he just said uh, fuck it I don't care anymore <laughs> I've won the yeah, Oscar now I'll do what I want he plays a German professor who lives in Athens now that he's retired it's it doesn't make any sense why he's in this movie. So it's English uh, language. No, no, no. It's uh, it's Greek, and his part is half Greek, half English. Okay. Uh, but it's we had this, which is like one of the most traditional kind of Oscar baby movies. Um, so I'm very proud that someone decided to just send the weird one. But yeah, let's move on to the actual uh, contenders. Yeah. So Tony Edman is involved. Um, I think it's hugely likely that Tony Edmund will be nominated because of the mm-hmm. committee. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But whether it will win or not is a different question, especially given the running time. Yeah. Um, but you never know. So you never know. We'll see. Um, I wanted to... Julietta, have you seen this yet? 
Um, no, I hope I'm gonna see it. It's I'm hope I'm gonna see it soon. Well, everybody's kind of liking it, but I was not a fan. Um, mm. But Almodovar doesn't hasn't really been submitted for a while. Um, yeah. So, but it could it could get a in there. What do you think? Okay. Yeah. It's it, very it's... much along his usual melodrama. Yeah, yeah. It uh, it makes sense to me. That, and it looks it it doesn't look to be like uh, what was the last movie that he did with a plane? It was well, like um, do, do you remember which one? The um, it it seems to I'm be like so one excited. of his. Yeah, yeah. It does not look to be like that. So no. No. yeah, yeah. I could see that happening. Um, elsewhere, there's Neruda, which is the mm-hmm. Pablo Laran film, the other Pablo Laran film. Yeah, he's very busy. Yeah. Um, and there's the salesman from Asghar Fahadi. Mm-hmm. And Sierra Nevada from Christian Puy. Right. And a film I watched just yesterday, From yeah. Afar. Oh, the Venez- did you like this? The Venezuelan film um, mm. that won the Golden Lion last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you like it? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and I... It's so odd, like, it's very trashy. Um, It's sort of like, have you seen Eastern Boys? Uh, No. Okay. But it's like Eastern Boys in that it's about an older, younger gay relationship. Mm -hmm. um, Or a relationship between an old guy and a young kind of hustler. Um, But it doesn't, it doesn't feel convincing in any sense um mm. so and it it felt pretty obvious so i don't know i'd be surprised if that got in but again who chose it last year was it sam mendes last year uh no sam mendes was this year oh. last year i think was um darren aronofsky okay thing wow yeah yeah so nice. i think it's a long shot but we'll see hmm. it's interesting yeah Okay, any any more stories? Anything you want to mention? Just any more celebrity sightings? Um, uh, well, my biggest, most awkward celebrity sighting this year was Nicholas Winning Refn, which was in Venice to uh, introduce a screening of um, uh, Dawn of the Dead. Okay. Uh, he introduced it with uh, Dario Argento. Wow. And uh, I uh, almost like crashed into him I was not paying attention where I was talking <laughs> I crashed into him and he's so tall he's crazy tall that's my biggest takeaway and he uh, in person he was just as smug and uh, unwelcoming as I thought he was going oh, to God. be I don't know but like I was so struck by how tall he was um, other celebrity sightings other movies um, I don't know what other uh, I, I saw the one. light. Which one? Oh, go, go on. So I was at Toronto. I just landed, and um, who should stride by in a hat and um, long coat, looking fabulous? Anne Hathaway. Whoa! Yeah, on the way That's to cool. her um, f- film. I think it's called Colossal. Colossal. Yeah, it's, I want to see this. Which movie has so the badly. worst plot line. You will ever You'd have made. the best bloodline. <laughs> About her somehow relating to a monster. 
Yeah, Kaiju Monster in Seoul. <laughs> I, I want to see this movie right now. <laughs> um, but she was looking great, and I didn't say I didn't so say good. anything, but she was being hounded by paparazzi. Yeah. But she was rocking it. She was rocking the coat. What more can you ask for? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what were we gonna say? Um, I don't. I don't remember. No. Uh, okay. Oh, I wanted to say about the um the, cra- the the craziest press day in Venice was the um when Michael Fassbender and Elisa Vikander was there. Were there for the uh, light between the oceans? Mm-hmm. Um, that was nuts. In which Lido. is which is not got good reviews, right? Oh, it's it's horrible. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> a, it's a oh no 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 it's a, like embarrassingly bad. I told my like my aunt. I told her to go see it because she's gonna like it. But I think it's like it's a, a bad and uh, uh, both Vikander. I mean, because Bender just stands there during the whole movie, so I, I can't say that he's bad. But Vikander, she's embarrassing herself. Oh. I, I really did not like. And her. this is Derek C in France. It's so disappointing. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing he's ever done remains the uh, the first third of the place beyond the time. Okay. Yeah, that was a crazy like celebrity wise day, uh, wise day, and like the buzz that and the the paparazzi and the people were so excited to see them together. I think that was the um, the highlight maybe. Great. Mm. Okay. Okay then. Um, so it's been <laughs> lovely to chat. Yeah. And we'll have to do it again sometime. I don't know what what else what other events would call for it, but. When we have enough material. When we have enough material, we'll we'll come back and we'll bombard you with films um, that will be great because this is the the last third of the year. And yeah, and it's I'm I'm getting really excited. I've already seen two I haven't mentioned um, that outside of festivals that are in my top ten now since we recorded oh. the last podcast. So you want to mention them quickly? Well, yeah, go on. <laughs> since you asked. <laughs> Um, first one is Neon Bull, which is uh, mm-hmm. about a um, guy who kind of works at a rodeo, but he also designs um, dresses in his spare time. Um, okay. In I I'm not sure if it's Argentina somewhere, like South America somewhere. Okay. Um, and there's a really interesting sort of masculine sort of assessment on masculinity, and um, it really hit me feels really unobvious in a way that From Afar did, for example. Hmm. Um, and the other film is Things to Come from Mia Hansen Love. Oh, right. Which is really great. And Isabel the other Isabelle Lepere movie of the year. The other one, yeah. Yeah. Because I will see Elle at, um, at the London Film Festival in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one is just a really tender story about an older woman and um, who is sort of like a philosophy teacher but she's also dealing with a bit of a midlife crisis and problems in her marriage um and yeah it, it's just really intelligent and a great time that's fine that's wonderful cool it's good to end with positivity yay <laughs> okay so get back to your um <laughs> your thunder and lightning to my thunder i'm gonna find my cat find, which yeah is hiding i don't know where she's hiding what's I'm the gonna cat search called for her. uh chiara 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 mastriani uh, no i don't know my brother named her chiara i don't know why 
I, I, at the beginning, I like the first thing I asked him was, "Well, why did you give her that name? Is it because of Mastroianni?" He was, she was, he was looking at me like, "What?" Um, he just, yeah, oh, Carol, Carol Mastroianni, sorry, was in the uh, in the uh, the jury in Venice this year, but the absolute star of uh, the Venice jury this year was Gemma Arterton. Wow, which we stalked like fashion-wise, nonstop. Well, just like. Uh, aura-wise, I don't know how to describe it, but she was, she's so beautiful and yeah. so like you cannot take your eyes off of her. And she was like walking in the backs of rooms. Maybe you were in the press room and you saw her, and like she's like a magnet. So oh, so good. But yeah, Karen Mastroianni was in the uh, Nina Hoss. They were all at the same jury. I can't really believe we're, cool talk- jury. we're talking about um, Deneuve's daughter, Nina Hoss, and Gemma Arterton, and Pete isn't here. <laughs> something, wrong, <laughs> something wrong like that. Something very wrong. <laughs> He's actually probably and- pounding his um, earphones right now if he will indeed <laughs> listen to this. And it's been an, uh, an Amy Adams heavy podcast too. Yes, yes. So I don't know what's going on. Hi, Peter. Hi, Peter. <laughs> okay. All right. Talk okay. to you soon. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Bye. It's just one more day. No one said. Be